You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you like your punk to be daft? Then buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Andy Gorolczyk. Hey. Pablo Vasquez. Hey. Francesco Zidney. Hello. And I'm Hjalti Amazon. Here's your host, Francesco! Hello, everyone, and hey, welcome hey, back to yeah, the I'm Blender back. Animation Studio Podcast, mm-hmm. number 61. 40, well, 39 to go to our centenary. <laughs> that's a countdown. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm counting to. Oh my God. So maybe 2020. So yeah, we've been thinking yeah, about exactly. this. Like, okay, if we keep going at this pace, it's going to probably take a few years. But uh, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm starting to advocate the idea of actually trying to do this every week again, like we used to in the good old days, which I don't know how much of a popular idea that is. Come on. I, given the struggle that it is every time to be like, okay, let's do it, let's do it, do it. Ah, popular in, in the studio, you mean? Popular, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think people wouldn't mind if actually it's really regular, it. yeah. but uh, yeah. So, it, like the, the stats were really encouraging, right? Yeah. We, we had that monthly, a week. So, well, who knows? Let's uh, let's take it one step at a time. <laughs> keep, <laughs> let's get back into it and uh, talk about uh, Blender Conference, open movies, more open movies, mm-hmm. and even more open movies. So many things that happened. And cloud things. Yeah, so many things. So a brief recap of Blender Conference 2017. We actually wanted to have... Uh, like for two years now, I think a live episode of the Blender and oh, Studio yes. podcast. It's my one wish. Yeah. So maybe next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next time. There's always next time. And yeah, you're figuring out the plan. Like every time we say, yeah, we could do it, and you're like, yeah, yeah and then we don't. And then I look at the schedule. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's how over. fun would that be, though? That would be uh, really not for cool. Andy. It has we to set up all much, this stuff. We don't know how much fun. How much is. hypothetical fun would it be in my mind? Well, let's <laughs> like okay. Let's go back three three weeks. Yeah, and you having to prepare three separate presentations about three different topics. Ah, yes, but you see, Try I don't prepare for the podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm the secret. one having fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay, to be fair, I have to do the intro and outro. But and you have to carry all the microphones there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would take one for the team. I mean, of course, I'm the muscle of the group, right? (laughs) Wait, wait. Why is Mr. Jim Boy there (laughs) making fun of me? (laughs) I can barely hold the chair I'm sitting on. Besides all these things, how did you guys experience Blender Conference, Beacon, Beacon 2017? Beacon for Beacon. Hashtag Beacon 17. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yep. Like, every every Blender conference is always the best one. So so the next one is always <laughs> uh, okay. So he's always waiting for the next one. Yeah, it's always yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was great. It was uh, the, it looks so pro. Like now we're publishing the videos every day. We're publishing like five videos on the Blender channel. They're already there in a playlist, but we're publishing them slowly, and they look so like looks like a TED talk. Easy. Yeah. So legit. Totally pro. Yeah, yeah. This time, how many people were doing like the the live streams actually really were? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I didn't get the stats for the live streams. Actually, that would be very interesting to get. Usually the Bali shares it. I have to send them an email to ask. Like last year, I think we had many hundred people following at all times because uh, uh, every year we have this uh, kind of, you know, we wonder, okay, should we do it on YouTube or should we just stream it on our own servers? And of course, while YouTube gives you a bigger possibility of engaging with the audience because it has the live chat and it has better stats and you know all the old times what is happening even on the YouTube platform, then it gets advertised and potentially can grow even more. 
as soon as somebody starts to play some copyrighted music or shows some oh, copyrighted yeah. frame of anything, then YouTube shuts down the stream and then you don't have that address anymore and then you are out of the stream. Or some countries just don't get it, namely Germany. For some mm -hmm. reason, like it's always very hard to get the stream working there. So we always stream it with uh, uh, the Bali service uh, and uh, embed it in the Blender website. And then we have to ask them for the stats because it's much more, uh, yeah, opaque. We don't know exactly. But at least this year we didn't get complaints compared to a few years ago. Like, you know, when things don't work, you hear about it. So we didn't hear any <laughs> single complaint. So I am pretty safe uh, uh, assuming that it actually yeah. <laughs> went fine. People are loving it. Don't worry. Yes. At least from the comments on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, also the videos, and I, I talked to the speakers, a lot of them, they were very happy with, with like how the talks themselves turned out and also how the experience for them was to present, especially in the theater, because this year we managed to set up different screens and they were able to see upcoming slides and current slides without having to always point at the screen. So I am glad after five years of organizing the Blender conference that we start to get to a place where people are mm -hmm. happy and satisfied and they always, there's always room for improvement but at least people go like it was great yeah. so it was actually conference number 16 yeah so, so but not I, bad it was amazing to see how many people were there for the first time yes every year there's yeah, yeah. but but this this year when Ton did the opening speech and he asked who was here for the first time it was like almost ha half half of the people yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's, that's amazing. It's growing so fast. Yeah. Or, you know, people go once and they hate it. But <laughs> and, uh, no, no, I asked people, I asked some people like, uh, how, what, how many conferences have you been to? Some say four, some say two or so. And then they, they love coming back. Yeah. So great. No, it's true. It's true. And I, I, I hope there will be more space for growth. Because yeah. And I think a lot of people get <clears throat> left out because of the, they get sold out so early. Mm. Um, actually, this weekend I was chatting with people that would love to have gone there, but they just went in September and it was sold out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. It, Damn. It's a, it's a pity. But yeah. next year... Hopefully we will address that for the next uh, edition of the uh, How much... Like now we are around 300 people. How much more can we grow in the new place? Do we you don't think? know. We are looking into a place that would accommodate like at, at least 400 people. So that would be... That's a nice, a nice step healthy, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, can grow more, but then it really starts also to lose the essence of what the conference is, like the conference itself. And that's like a very delicate topic. Like mm -hmm. what, what is the conference? Because right now it's so intimate and personal and, and you can really go and, you know, talk to the, the speakers and talk to everyone that is there. And, um, you know, there are a couple of rooms where people are and that's it. I recently was uh, in a, in a uh, conference, in an event in Milan called Code Emotion, and it was like 2,400 people. And even if it's like all in the same building with like many different rooms, it's really hard to, like, yeah, you're just there in this ocean of people and you better find out like, yeah. before who you're going to talk to because it's not that you can just, you know, stop people at random or get into conversation. It just feels like you're just there. So I think keeping the number within a certain limit or gradually grow it is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. Yeah, but it was 70 talks. 70 almost, uh, talks. Like almost 70 talks. Like there are almost 70 videos in the YouTube. Uh, I think right? it's less. Yeah. So 70. So I was in like 12% of them. 
I had like three talks. I don't know. <laughs> That's mad. Mr. Popular. <laughs> but your talk on the animation principles was very, very well received. So Hjalti did oh, a presentation where he gives a complete revision of the Ugh. principles of animation. He Mr. Stands, Clickbaity. stands on a pedestal oh, no! and indoctrinates <laughs> everyone on how animation should be done. Okay. Is that yeah. right? What? Yeah, no, no, yes, no. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't like to put anything on a pedestal. But yeah, the, um, it was... It was definitely an hour, maybe more worth of material. And of course, like you know, that means that I could have gone on and on for like hours. And I knew I only had something like 25 minutes, uh, like with maybe a couple of minutes over that and that's it. So yeah. I just condensed it as much as possible. I did, I think, one run through beforehand, uh, just at home before I came there. And it, I, I was already like, I was talking insanely fast but I still couldn't keep it under 30 minutes. It was still like getting closer to 40. So, you know, so that's why like I really doubled the speed yeah. uh, during the conference. And you can just see like people are barely keeping up with what the hell I'm saying. And, and there were so many instances where I wanted to say so much more to get into the depth of it because I'm always just scratching at the surface of whatever topic it is. And I'm off to the next thing. And I, and I just have to do that. There's no time. Uh, but it was still fun. You know, you get some good overview um, then there was the agent talk, of course, which is fun. Uh, we kind of divided up between me, Francesco, and uh, and Andy. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And uh, the dweebs talk was me and Andy. And I, I had a failure there. Well, I, I didn't. Yeah. I just want to mention it because I thought it was just such a funny failure. So, like, I had a version of the talk, but it was like the kind of sketched up version where, like, I didn't have all the material because I knew... Uh, there was some material that I hadn't gotten into my computer and it was at work. So I woke up super early, like in the morning of the talk, just to make sure I had all the files. And then, you know, I would like tweak things and, and rearrange the slides and really like mentally go over like, okay, what is better to go first? This and this and this. And I wanted to give like shout outs to like Pablo for doing the website, having like a screenshot of that and this and that. And then um, when I came there, uh, the, the my computer like it wouldn't function with the with the projector or whatever so Francesco like stepped in and copied everything on a USB and just shoved it into like the Mac that was there and and off we go and I'm like oh wow like you know he took one for the team he did it let's do this but apparently I had not hit save so <laughs> so the file that got copied with all the you know extra files it was the like the sketch version of the talk from the day before like in a really you would yeah. say kind of a shitty version of it. Uh, so I, at any given point, I kind of was confused where, like what slide is next. And like, there was like half the con content was missing, but you just kind of have to power through it because at some point you're like, it like the spotlight is there, you know, like this is yeah. on, like this is live on the internet. And I guess I wasn't there because we could have easily recopied the presentation, but yeah. Yeah, I think you I ran off, leave. like you <laughs> ran off right after that. You're like, good luck, buddy. And then, yeah. Okay. And even like in the, in the slideshow itself, I had like in the, you know, the most current version, I had, you know, the daily dweebs that, that was supposed to be one of the slides. And it just never came up and I kept waiting for it. And it's like, oh, geez, we're like <laughs> right at the end, I was like, how much time do we have left? Uh, and like, Francesco, is he still there? And then like nothing. And like, technician, can you just go on YouTube? And like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, that really? happened. Yeah, that bad? Right at the uh, end, yeah. Like, because I couldn't be there to all the talks. Like, and, and sometimes it was very useful to be there because these little things happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you have someone, you know, I was using my own computer. So it's of course very useful to have like because if you just 
bring any random computer and you try to plug it into the projectors and then try to do this kind of stuff, then yeah. There's always wanna, some wanna, weird thing. You want to log in somewhere and then yeah. you need to log in and then there is two-factor authentication and then it doesn't work and then the history and then the language and whatever. So, yeah. well, next time we will hopefully have a permanent person there that is helping speakers that is always going to be there. So that's, uh, that's the thing. So, but anyway, talks aside, I think... Uh, you know, like the videos were good. The people were having fun. So yeah. much swag. The swag, yeah. yeah. So much swag, yeah. The amount of things that people could get and yes. could, could could buy and could could purchase. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> could acquire. Yeah. Could <laughs> yeah, yeah, like exchange money for goods. It was really good. Like, and we spent... Finally, because every year the calendar conference, we go like, okay, we need a t-shirt, we need something nice for the attendees or like something interesting that you cannot always buy in the store, like something special. Yeah. And it's always like one day before the conference and we don't do it, namely the blender mugs. Like I always wanted to make a blender mug and it's never good enough. Or like we talk about it, it's like, yeah, not... Uh, no, because of the shipping, especially it's like, no, no like every time we... making it for the, the conference. porcelain is not right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we tried a few yeah. times before. Yeah. Like yeah. just by, and we ordered like, um, what was like, just samples. Yeah, yeah, samples, like we've been trying. And it was before. never good enough. Yeah. Until exactly. you just say, yeah, it's good enough. And, and then people like it. Exactly. Yeah. So they were... Totally sold out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That is great. So that was good. And then we did a t-shirt, which I also like was a very, I don't know, unsure. Like I really liked the design and the concept, but it was an experiment. So it, I think it was it was well received during the conference. Yeah, people loved Skater it. Skater t-shirt, which you can find in the store. So yeah, I think I'm very happy that we made something. The mugs are not on the store, right? No, they are not. Like maybe they will come at some point, but we still have to figure out a way to do the shipping because I mean, selling a mug for 20 euros or dollars is not really like, I mean, we know that even if we put it there, of course it will sell, but it's not really like the, the ratio between how many mugs you sell and how much worth it is to do it right yeah. away. It's mm. like relative. So when we have time, like there are a couple of other things we want to do before that. Um, and then of course the pins. The pins, but those were free. Yeah. The but pins are so great. But that was nice. That was the best idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you get any pins, Kjalti? I got one with the little logo, the blender logo. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. What about the animation one? one? The no, I didn't get one. So uh -huh. for people so. that don't know, we made pins. Yeah, with I, sh I should have icons. grabbed them while they were here, like still in yes. their packaging. I should have just stole them. Like right on the desk. Yeah, it just I, I I grabbed like everyone, every one of them at the first day. Okay, for people all. that Gotta don't know, yeah, <laughs> they were pins with icons taken from Blender. Yeah. So we tried to make them so they they resemble areas of or parts of the workflow. So they were um, not only for like modeling. animations. There were some keyframes. Yeah. Um, but also grease pencil, for example, or rendering, lighting. Um, yeah, yeah. There was sculpting with the sculpt tool. And, and there was, was the, the stereoscopic thing. Uh, the like stereo the one. Stereo icon for the light. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the notes and the camera. Yeah. The light, of course. And the special artists. one for the developers. Oh, yeah. Well, was, yeah, there were two that were very nice. Ah, yeah, the, the terminal. The terminal, yeah, which Ton was wearing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Oh, you're a coder? <laughs> yeah, oh, you do Python. Yeah, what? But, what? And then the uh, DNA icon. The special one, RNA. RNA icon, yeah. The RNA. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. 
So well, nobody got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, actually, yes. We were showing it around to people. And I was like, what is this icon for me? Like, it's so, so iconic. Like, yeah. it's so cool. But it's, and it's also so hidden, like, that you really have to dig deep. Unless you're the drivers, I guess. It's, uh, are there any left, though? Like, did they take any back home? Mm, Pims, you mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I have a few of the Blender conference on my desk. There are some Blender Cloud ones, I think, that were left over. But overall, I think people really like to grab them all and, and wear yeah, them. So, so cool. you could just put it on your, on your lanyard for your, for your badge. So people could just show off the stuff. And it was cool because everybody used it. So yeah. I think that's a nice tradition that we can try to establish. What about the magnets? They were Blender magnets mm. yeah. for the first time ever. Yeah, I think they were, they sold well. Like they, they were, you know, they were relatively cheap and affordable, but uh, they were not so visible. I think we could have even made them bigger or also just present them, you know, in a more... I didn't even way. see them in the... Yeah. They were in the store. Like if you just buy something, you would see them right there. But uh, they were not like... Uh, they yeah. didn't have like a fridge plastered with magnets. <laughs> that would yeah. have been cool. But yeah. Yeah. When you see it from a distance, it look, looks like a sticker. You don't realize yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, fridge my, magnets. <laughs> yeah. My Should favorite thing was the patches though. And I think they didn't sell out, uh, which what I was expecting actually. Yeah. Uh, I think also just people looked at them and like, I don't know how to sew and then walk away. Yeah. But you know, that's the beauty of it. It's it's like you can put it on anything. You're you can sew it on your backpack or make like uh, something that looks like an official hoodie, like a blender hoodie. Until you get them, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I mean it's good they are on the store and I think we would put the magnets in the store as well. So people if people want to buy them, they can. And um, yeah, and of course the book, the Art of Blender book was- The Art there. of, yeah, that was pretty popular. Uh, yeah, so that has to keep uh, keep going. And uh, we hopefully in the next weeks have some news about it, like, you know, making the book easier to get for everyone instead of buying it from our store. Um, but it's not uh, like, for the moment, if you want to get the book, you just go on store the blender.org and you can find that out. But soon in more places, mm -hmm. in a bookshelf near you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The library? How do, yeah. how do the books get on libraries? Do art books get on libraries? Yeah, they do, but- Can we go to the OBA, to the bibliotheque uh, and then say, hey- Is it a donation thing maybe? Probably, or, yeah. Or do the libraries have like a curator? It and depends, they, it that's depends. Like, like you, can suggest, you can suggest titles to libraries. Okay. Yeah. But can you bring them your crappy? No, probably not. No, like, you you can go and suggest, like, be like, you guys should really get this. This book, book has been flagged. It's been in the bathroom. I'm sorry, sir, we cannot <laughs> possibly accept it. <laughs> Yes. That was the Seinfeld reference for those of you that don't know. No, we just laugh because you're funny. Let's talk about uh, movies. So at the at the Blender conference, there were a uh, few presentations about mm. uh, uh, movies. Uh, one of them was uh, right after Tom's keynote, which was uh, Daniel Lara's. Martinez Hero. Lara. Hello. Hello. Hero. 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 Yes. Anyway, uh, the Gris Pencil movie that is happening right now on Blender Cloud with Gris Pencil, with Blender 2.8, incredible development, incredible stuff. I was out there solving technical issues. I didn't have time to actually see the presentation mm. in its entirety yet. So is anyone going to give me a quick uh, summary? So I, I actually missed it also live. No, I However, I watched I it on YouTube and, <laughs> and it was so, and that was also, you know, why I'm, I'm commenting on, on the quality of like the editing and whatnot of these videos. It's mm -hmm. great. Like, and, and the whole split screen thing, it really works. I wasn't sure if it would, but it really does. It works for thumbnails. It works great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. 
Yeah, ah, so, I loved it. So he was playing like a, a kind of rough version of his thing, but it still looks really great. You can really, you, you know, it doesn't need any speech or anything. Like you no. can really tell what is going on just by looking at the poses and the, the looks. Did you like... Did I understand it completely? Yes, the very first time. As long time. as there's no follow-up questions, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... Like, well, I'm also, I, I watched the very first ver like version completely different, a different story. Like the, what we see now is a trailer style short, basically, yeah. um, which with, with many different shots and you get a, you have a story, but it's a trailer kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly. Edit. But so, I, I worried a little bit about that not being clear, like. You know, if people, because I remember I watched the YouTube, but I was, you know, I, I wasn't really like focusing on, on that particular particular uh, thing because I know of it. It's going to be a short film that feels a bit like a trailer for something bigger. It is a trailer. Yeah, exactly. But it's not, you know. It's trailer for nothing. Basically. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not like, you know, people that watch this thinking, holy shit, he's doing a feature film and this is the trailer for yeah. that feature. It's like, no, 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 that trailer is the film, you know, it's. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does, yeah. Well, it's like watching Cosmos and then, okay. And then... And then We're great at making those Cycles too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the agent too, yeah, right? Exactly. It's like... Um, potential, pure yeah. potential. No, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. So it was, it was great. Um, it caught me by surprise, of course. I saw the, the other one that actually had a, like a more of a short format. Mm. So I was a bit confused at first. Mm. I was also far away and I need glasses, I know. <laughs> But yeah, it was great. Uh, I, I can't say much actually about it. I'm excited about the yeah, yeah. the new new stuff. I mean, what what about? It's not that we're spoiling anything. Is no, I mean, I mean, there's nothing too. It's spoiled, on YouTube, really. but it's. It, I would say definitely. I, I like the that the idea is that you see it one way, and then yeah. at some point it's it starts shifting a bit. Who is the protagonist and who is the antagonist? And then by yeah. the end of it, you've shifted all the way to the other side. Uh, it, that doesn't mean necessarily that you flipped sides. It's more like now you saw it from both angles and you saw how how much of a gray area all of this is. Life. Such yeah. is life, you know. Were you there? I was there, yeah. yeah. I was there on the front line. <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah, um, my, my jaw was just dropping on the floor constantly. Um, no, I, I loved it. I uh, I liked the thing seeing it from you know the the, the two angle thing because yeah. I was I was a bit skeptical at first because it's the 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 summary on that that he wrote on the blog was like discover what it means to be a true hero. It so <laughs> feels like a bit like a cliche, but it's uh, it's true. Yeah, and uh, and I, I really like that. Yeah. Yep. I. I don't know how much how are they doing it with Blender 2.8 really like on the technical side mm. like how well right now so uh, if you want to follow the progress of the film you can do that on the Blender cloud the blog oh, is of course yeah. public so you can just you know go to cloudblender.com/p/hero and uh, you can see the blog and uh, Daniel and the team are are posting fairly regularly updates on the status Weekly, of, the, yes. mm. of the of the project, and I think uh, it's soon going to be time for actually sharing some of those details. They have uh, quite detailed plans also to share really how they're doing it in more of a tutorial form, really like breaking down the functionality of 2.8 and the grease pencil mm -hmm. objects, 
And lately there have been quite some commits, both from uh, Antonio and from uh, uh, Joshua about yeah. some the bigger refactors of uh, Grease Pencil. Because the March is it's coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourself. Yeah. The March is coming and that is, huge. yeah, it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Because the main point is indeed, like, if if I'm if I'm not wrong, is uh, uh, pencil as objects. So that's the big. Thing uh, that yeah, is. that is already there. I compiled it yesterday, and yeah, it's 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 there, and it that is. that's yeah. also why it works. Currently, even though uh, Blender 2.8 doesn't have animation, just like it doesn't have modifiers, for example, but it works in this little world because in the Grease Pencil object branch, that's the name Grease Pencil dash object branch. Um, there are modifiers for objects for Grease Pencil. So you start drawing, you press D, for example, you don't have any object in the scene. You press hold D like right now and start drawing and then it, a new Grease Pencil object appears in the scene that has these um, the, the strokes and you are in the edit mode or in the draw mode of the strokes. So you're in drawing and then you can go to object mode and scale this stroke, like That's the so whole cool. object. And then you can enter edit mode and edit them like they were vertices. And you have sculpt, of course. You have, I don't know, it's amazing. It's like a whole blender just for, for 2D. So later on, could you do an armature on that object that is a stroke? I think you probably. can. I mean, you can probably parent it to, uh, to objects already. Yeah, you I can. I think that's even possible in... In, in the current, uh, yeah, it's a kind of a hack, yeah. but in the other one will be kind of, yeah, will be legit. I mean like weight paint. Oh. Ooh. Well, like, the thing yeah, is that like the, all the modifiers level. are their own thing. Like when you, yeah. uh, you can add modifiers to these oh, responsive objects and you can add like noise, for example. Okay. Um, which makes it like... Yeah, it looks drawn. like you've been doing it every frame, but you so haven't. Cute. You've been cheating because you're a phony. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So you're just adding a modifier to it. But it has a number of modifiers, but they're all limited to what this object can, yeah. can have, of course. So I don't know, armature. Um, maybe, I guess. Yes, why not? Yeah. Yes, of no. course. Of course, you can't live without. <laughs> armature support. <laughs> oh <clears throat> yes, two point eight. Yes. Who's these crazy people using two point eight for projects? Exactly. Okay. Well, soon. I don't know. Yeah. Soon. And, uh, as a matter of fact, so now I would say. Nice segue. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, has been relatively silent for the duration of the podcast because he's been saving his voice. He's now going to be entirely consumed by talking about the upcoming open movie project at the Blender Animation Studio, Spring. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. All my efforts. So I just went like down the hill and now it's like going in the distance. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, there was no spring presentation at the uh, Blender conference, of course, because it's uh, too early to uh, talk about unknown things. Yeah. And we never mentioned it anywhere before the conference. Well, we did, but three days before the conference. Yeah. And then three days before the conference, we did like uh, an announcement and it came just out of the blue. Yes. But in fact, yes. in fact, in fact, we've been working on this for a while. Yes. We don't even remember how long <laughs> ago it was. No, it was, it, it's been uh, almost two months now. Um, two months when we did, when we started um, doing the story, uh, the story sessions. Yeah, this thing of the story sessions is magic. Basically, yeah. we make a film, then uh, uh, while that movie is being wrapped up or, you know, 
uh, right after we kind of recover from the trauma of releasing it, we go like, okay, we need to do story sessions. We forget that making movies is actually painful. Yeah, so mm. we just, you know, get along and then mm. start, you know, pitching ideas. People have always things in their own drawers that they want to, you know, develop further. So we get, we get together and we try to workshop ideas. And then uh, quite quickly things come out of it and then, bam, you find yourself making, you know, uh, a film. I think, um, yeah, so... The story uh, is spring. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I've been uh, doodling with this idea uh, more or less for four years. I think um, I even at some point I even wanted to make my uh, make it my diploma project while I was in art school, and I I remember showing it to you, Francesco, like some in some dark time like ages ago. Yeah. And it, it was completely different and uh, looked completely different and had a different story. But I mean, the, the, the main idea is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you guys made me work on it again. <laughs> so, and... Uh, so basically, can you give us some uh, meat about this thing? So for example, how is this going to look like? What are we talking about? Is it a one hour feature film? Is it a one-minute trailer for a feature film? No, or it's actually a short film. <laughs> okay, I can't imagine. Like it's uh, it's been a while since we made something that's not part of a bigger thing uh-huh. or a franchise or something. The Daily Weeps. Okay. So, yes. <clears throat> so it's. I, I'm hoping uh, that th- this will be a self-contained story and uh, it will be simple. Um, having said that, we always make things more complicated. So, um, so uh, my yeah, my we've wish- never aimed at not simple. You know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, all- sort of. That that was the goal of of Caminandes, yeah, make something Andes. simple because it, it was a terrible. No, I mean, uh, we never aimed at not. Wait, did I say it wrong? Yeah, we not, never aimed at, aimed at not simple. Yeah, of course. Sintel was a thousand yeah, warriors down the hill. Oh, you oh. were not there. Ah, you were not there. there. That's it's right. a good yeah, thing. That's right. Yeah, you would have like that was. Uh, <laughs> if you watch the Big Bagwani documentary, Tom talks about a thousand warriors, ten thousand, wow. ten thousand yeah. warriors down the hill, running down a hill, sitting in the couch, and I'm looking right now and yeah. pointing at it. No and story, maximum impact. It's yes. shrunk down to there's like five guardians, no. and they yeah, and they were modeled and everything, and then and there then like it shrunk down to them. one guardian. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's what I, yeah, one, yeah, 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 what I meant. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, what? what? One girl, one dragon, two dragons. So spring is this little simple story <laughs> yes. uh, about a girl, mm-hmm. and uh, and she has a little dog, and they have to take care of a flock of sheep, mm-hmm. and the flock of sheep is different than uh, than the normal the normal <laughs> sheep, um, and yeah, they're they're these they're these big hairy things that have really long legs, and they uh, they they live in the mountains. And mm. they actually attract clouds. Would you say that they are flocking clouds? Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. we can edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that in. No! Explain the joke at least. Ah, okay. While, while Francesco was working on the cloud in the early days, you know, something would break and you would just hear from the side of your ear, like, fucking cloud. Like, you know, the Italian accent, screaming at cloud. Yeah, I'm trying to censor it. Fogging clouds. Yes. And then uh, it became a thing. So much so that, yeah, it was it was one of those memes within the office. Yeah, it was a password of a Wi-Fi. No, 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 no. I don't know what you're talking about. I forgot. Yeah, that's true. 
Anyway, spring. <laughs> so would you consider spring an actual, uh, you know, kind of viral marketing campaign for the Blender cloud? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wow. Jeez. thought about this, but... Uh, it was a joke. It was a joke. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, so how long do you think the movie is going to be? Right now... Um, okay, so where are we right now? Um, we have a script. Yes. Uh, we have a storyboard. Mm -hmm. We have concept art. We have model sheets of the characters. Um, Julian uh, is currently uh, sculpting and modeling the two main characters, which is Spring, the girl, and Autumn, her dog. And uh, we have a plan also. And that plan allows for uh, certain things to happen. <laughs> and in... <laughs> The storyboard good, good. Yes. and the animatic right now, the film is about six minutes long. And I can imagine it will be a bit longer later because mm -hmm. right now, as all these things happen, we are making things more complicated. <laughs> Yay! So, so what originally started as a three to four minute, uh, very emotional, not really abstract, but uh, a very... Uh, it's a very uh, it's it's a story that's pretty much about the things you see and uh, and what you feel about them. It's yeah. not so much about uh, you know dialogue or people talking or things that uh, you know that really happen out of uh, for 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 any reason or so. Something very visually evocative, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it will still be that. I hope I I'm re I really want it to be uh, universally understood. I want there to be, um, you know, very clear uh, visual language. I want it to be, uh, uh, you know, crossing all the boundaries of, uh, you know, language because there is no dialogue in it. Mm -hmm. No dialogue at all. There's no dialogue at all. I mean, the ah. dog barks, but... The dog barks. But yeah. it barks in German or... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <Swiss. laughs> Austrian. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, it's... Uh, so it will be... And, and of course, there will be... Uh, there will be no violence. There will be... <laughs> there will be action. But there is... I, I would say it's sort of Disney action where you... Uh, you know, Lion King or so. Like when the dad dies... Exactly. Just, just like that we don't see it. So well, I'd be the very first movie. open movie without violence, with open, without open source violence. Maybe. Wow. Just wait yes. for it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But here we are today before the actual production begins because it's still kind of Yeah, developing we're still in pre-production. As of right this now. moment, there is no violence. resort to violence to tell no, the story. Sort of. Absolutely not. Everyone is looking at yeah. No! Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just wondering if he's right. going to say something about it, but I think... No, 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 no. we can we yeah. can keep it uh, more yeah. action, yeah. less violence, I guess. I, also, I mean, kind of just depends on what you mean by violence, the because... Violence, when, you know... So, uh, so, so nothing will slap anything in the face willingly. Well, well you know... There is, there, there is going to be violence for sure. Mm. Not maybe in the movie, but during the production of the movie no, because yes, they, yes. I think for you can as, no matter how simple the story and the movie is we are making it we are making things hard by using Blender 2.8 for the there production will be blood. of this so there will be a lot of violence the so blood hard, will be yeah. shed at the Blender Animation yeah. Studio tears <laughs> and there will be a, a mess so this will uh, this will be pretty much like the production of Sintel which yeah it really looks like Sintel 2 by 
having a broken blender and trying to make something out of it. Pablo, you've been there. Tell us. Oh, Do you want to go back there? Dark, dark times. Uh, well, it's raining probably, so <laughs> it, it fits there. Yeah, Actually, I joined, I joined halfway. You, you have to watch the documentary to see the real drama um, of the weeklies and the problems and how at the beginning was eight, nine minutes. Um, what was the final time? 16 or something? To 12. Uh, 12 without credits. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then credits. But it was also more, like from the beginning, was already, um, I think, more ambitious in the sense of there is a market with a lot of people. There is a journey where like Sintel goes from so many different environments. Yeah. And here we're limiting the environments to a few, right? It's, Right, the the main Fire. environment is uh, the is a valley with, yeah. with with a forest in it and some mountains, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably going it's going to be more difficult than that, but um, I mean, yeah, in terms of the 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 scope of the sets and the props, it's it's going to be fairly comparable to what we did before. Um, it's there. There isn't going to be any major uh, traveling montage sequence. Yeah. There is, mm. but there is going to be one major action sequence, which happens inside a frozen forest during the day. In so the with physics, with physics and clouds, clouds and things crumbling. <laughs> Particles. It's not a tornado, but almost. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like being a, inside of a tornado. Inside of a tornado. I'm go. not worried worried about the smoke simulation yet. But what is it? The I hair? <laughs> yes. The hair simulation. Something has to worry you. Um, yeah, what are you worried about the most? Yeah. Right now? <laughs> um, well, right now it's 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 not so obvious technical things because this is, I mean, technically this is my first movie that I'm kind of directing. I've made a stop motion film, but it took five years and that was during university when people tell you that university is not real life. So uh, this is my first real life. directing thing uh, in in real life. So um, of course I'm worried about completely messing <laughs> it up. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, and, and that's my main worry right now. And uh, I I really want this to be, uh, you know, a, a really straightforward production where everything is laid out from the beginning. I want there to be plans. I want there to be, uh, you know, tangible things and no point should ever someone say what the, what the hell is going on <laughs> so um yeah um uh -huh. of course this will all completely fail but yeah that's my that's my main worry right now and then anything else like i mean yeah sure we have this sort of safety net which we can always use 279 of course we shouldn't be using 279 we should at least to start you have to because there's right no now, way around yeah, there's know. no there is no modifiers right now. There is, yeah. yeah there is no uh, animation with modifiers. And we have two seventy nine A coming yeah. sometime this uh, Christmas. So there, there is some room to breathe until the production starts in the beginning of the next year. Uh, yeah. Um, so right now, um, I'm still working. Well, right now we're working on an application for the Dutch Film Fund, and uh, for that I have to finish a storyboard and the animatic and write some text. And uh, so <laughs> in a way, I feel like I'm not doing anything productive right now. And uh, Julian is completely working on the character, which is also kind of more 
concept thing because we don't, I mean, we have these amazing drawings from David, um, but we don't actually know how it's going to translate to the screen. I have a very vague image in my head what I want to achieve, but uh, it's, you know, it's it's also going to be quite uh, quite a journey. So this will be all of December, trying to polish the story, and uh, you know, um, start doing the layout. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not, and then uh, and then kind of honing in on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Now I think we have a pretty clear, uh, much more than the agent of that, like miles ahead. With the with with the script, with the with the concept art, with the everything cool. seems much yeah. more clear. And you have every time like when when Ton asks you, yeah, but why such thing? And then you reply, well, look at with it, like you know about with, the, with the statement exactly, the, like you know statement. And then Ton says, but but really, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think that there is. So you know, I was fine. actually I was actually thinking like I'm actually humbled to be in the presence of three directors of prestigious <laughs> Blender open wow. movies. And uh, which two- one was prestigious? <laughs> 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 you know, uh, someone asked me about uh, uh, the other day. I was doing these live streams I do in Spanish, and someone asked me like one. Uh, when is Francesco going to direct? Oh, <laughs> oh actually, cuando Francesco va a dirigir? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's not what I wanted to talk about. Mm-mm. But um, dodging uh, a bullet there. Or yes, what? yes, yes. I know that he has graduated the same animation school as nobody I wants to know. Nobody animation wants mentor to class of nobody uh, is hired as an animator yeah. for Tears yeah. of Steel. Not really. Mm-hmm. It was actually VFX work, but yes, mm-hmm. animation VFX. Nay, no. nay. I actually wanted to animate, but I didn't really do much in animation. Then I discovered other Wait, things. Lama drama. You animated? Ah, it's so not an official open movie, but it's a side. You know. Yeah, actually, more than in the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Grandi- so you've been doing stuff. You model a train for. Yeah, come that's on. true. That's yeah, true. like in the step from there to there. You directed the train. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> directed those, those vertices one by one. Um, another time. Let's talk about this another time. But uh, actually, I wanted to ask to two of the directors, namely Hialti and uh, Pablo, if they have any advice for Andy about open movie making. Oh yeah, fill me in, please. <laughs> How is this? Uh, and I have no idea. Like, yeah. Yeah, you first. <laughs> Me first? Yes. Uh, I want to yeah. see how quickly this goes about. So how like, long how is this a podcast? Personal yeah, no. Uh, something helpful. Wow. Something helpful. Um, don't try to be, don't wear too many hats. It's like delegate, try to delegate. Uh, I'm already failing. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I just know, like, just from personal experience. Of course, the, like, if the team is bigger, then you can justify delegating. And it's an issue when it's a very small team and then you keep filling in, you know, the holes yourself. And at some point, you just don't have any personal life or anything. Yeah. And that's kind of, uh, yeah, the end of the agent. I really felt just burned out after that. But you also start falling short on your tasks. And then when oh, you yeah. are being told, hey, this is not that great. I was like, yeah, well, do them. Doing like five other yeah, things exactly. at the same time. So that, and that's, I think, is one of the biggest contributors to the feeling of burnout and failure because you simply cannot perform up to the level at which you would if you were doing only that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, the, I mean, it's it's... 
it's a cliche because they always tell you. I mean, that's like the number one thing anyone can tell you. That's a that's like a healthy advice, which is like find that balance between social life versus family versus job versus whatever. Totally. And, yeah. and this is one of those things. But man, like I dived heavy into the 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 just the work pool, and then you come out of it and just you realize how. Uh, you haven't sh- like you haven't had time to go to those birthday parties or this or that, and you just feel uh, you feel like it's just a hurdle, and I'll get through it. But then once you're through it, it's like I think I've kind of just lost a lot of friends on the way. You know? <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't have any friends, so it's good. Ha ha! That's my secret. Well played, sir. All right. <laughs> so on this positive note, <laughs> now um, some uplifting advice. Yeah, no, I, I can relate actually because when I was. Uh, Working on Lamigos is when I skipped going. It's the only year in the almost 10 years, it's going to be in April, yeah. that I've been here that I skipped going home for holidays for Christmas. I didn't I, I didn't do it because of Caminandes. And it's the only time that, yeah, it's just, it's, there is a limit. I mean, of course, you want to finish your movie, but come on. It's, it's yeah. family, it's uh, friends. So yeah, don't do that. But on the other hand... It really helps that whoever is leading the project, it's it really cares that this person really cares about the project. Um, but it cares in another level because <clears throat> in the agent. Okay, let's go back to maybe Cosmos. Cosmos has a, has a has a heart, right? Has a, Mafio is his project. He loves it. Um, it's also part of a bigger feature movie, so it's also very belong to Don a lot, right? This project. Mm. So yeah, there is mix of feelings there. The agent, it, it, we made it, we like it, we love it. But at the level of like, okay, we are making somebody else's movie. While else, I, I didn't work on the dweebs, um, but I think in spring, we're not going to have this problem because this is something you really love. Yeah, it's it's it your own you you it's your project it's your your passion so I think um, you're gonna have the support of uh, the whole team and you're gonna have this 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 love this passion that will uh, outdo any other burnout any other thing it's it's just it will help and you will bring your team with you I think. here's my question though how do you keep that up because like. You have to keep that going for so long. You have to keep this drive to, to, you know, to inspire other people. But how do you, how do you keep that going? I use my weakness as my strength. It's just weird to say. I have, I have, I'm clinically diagnosed with OCD, and I actually try to utilize that for the task at hand. So, like, instead of, so it's like trying to mitigate what that thing is and try to utilize it for the task at hand, if that makes sense. Uh, otherwise, I you know I might be really into learning a guitar all of a sudden, and then I'm off into that thing. But if I really make sure that no, 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 like it's the most important thing here is that thing, and just try to keep thinking about it and keep your focus only on that and nothing else. But then, of course, you know, life slips by, and uh, <laughs> and it's been a year. It's just like, oh man, what happened? Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like like I said, yeah, like the healthy said, um, try to delegate, try to keep your you always have the the big picture of the of the project and just 
I think we you don't have to worry about that of keeping it up. How do you convince other people that they think that what you're doing is good? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, it's how do you like, convince oh, them that so, you know what you're doing? That's so so here's the thing: if you want to go streaking, you, somebody's got to be the first one, right? Like to strip and start running down the street. <laughs> yes. And it's like, you know, hey, you know, you hey, everybody. Let's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can't just say like, it's going to be this amazing thing. You got to first do it. And then everybody's kind of have to gauge if this is cool or not. <laughs> this metaphor might have uh, taken right. some turns. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, I think, picture anything as I think it so. just happens. People will just follow whatever. Um, if you should just show enough passion and they're, Example yeah. in this in uh, history, <laughs> if you show enough passion for anything, people will follow you. Yeah, good things and bad things. So I'll mention one thing just regarding Cosmos Launderer, man. So um, you know there were many different versions, but but uh, of like you know the the edit and 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 Mathieu was kind of working on it, but the the chunk with what became kind of this music video, that chunk and that edit for the longest time. I would like he always managed to have it just so that I got goosebumps. And and so I knew that like no matter what, even if I'm like being a bit hard on him here and there and just trying to get him to try this out or that out or or whatnot, I know that in the core of it, there's something there that even like even somebody that's on the team and I get very numb to things. So so I shouldn't get goosebumps, but I'm still getting them. So I know that there's something special there. And like I actually still, if I ever show uh, Cosmos on them, but still to somebody, yeah. I do get goosebumps during that segment. Yeah, uh, it's like a testament to yeah. that there was something there, there was an idea there, and it's hard to put it into words, but it's like the rhythm of it, the edit of it, the whatever, and it's good, it's solid. Yeah, and it's there. I think uh, people said, yeah, we want to see more of Cosmos, but I think we as a team that worked on it, we are the ones that want to see it the most. Because <laughs> it really showed a lot of, yeah, it's amazing. Well, I don't know if Andy has more questions for the fellas here, but I think it was very interesting to hear guys talk about. Well, I'll tell you one thing. There is a quota on how much you can annoy people. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Did I already pass it? No, no, no. It's just like, you know, because I... Uh, uh, one of my pleasures is to be able to tweak things that feel not logical. And then uh, that becomes really annoying uh-huh. to other people that like are on the conveyor belt trying to do their thing. And I'm like, well, but, but that, that chair, it should be 10 degrees more to the left. And it's like, Kelly, shut up, shut up. <laughs> there's a frozen so, smile on my face. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like there, there's a certain limit of how far you can push that thing until like, People are just like, what What are you talking about? Stop it. And I, you know, have to give up. Uh, but, you know, it's cool though. And when, when they do respond and they actually, you see that they want to do it also. Uh, yeah. And it's, the, it, there is something magic about the open movies is that we really want to make the best out there yet. It's like, we, there's no doubt that we always want to make the best. So, uh there it, it will it will be amazing so there's no doubt about that i think we all i don't you know every, spring, every you mean spring the next one uh, <laughs> <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah. like the the spring or the the project that we did before is like we always try to to set a, to, to raise the bar and i think we we manage so that it will not be a problem would you so, say the daily so. tweeps is raising the bar above hn327 
way more. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Another, <laughs> another level. I think it's always uh, yes, actually it is. Yeah, because uh, we always like with the next movie, we always try to hit the thing that mm. we couldn't hit before or that that fell short or so. Like after rendering for months and months like these eight hour frames for Cosmos Laundromat. We wanted to do, to do something simple. So we made glass half, which renders in one second per frame, yeah. 4K. And then uh, and then we, you know, we, we kept making projects that kind of uh, expand the whole palette of things that we do. So yeah. every project is unique and is, uh, is a new challenge. I think that's also the thing that I've noticed like over the years that I've that I really cherish. And it's just the fact that if you look at all the, the short films that have been made here, it's not like with, you know, you can maybe point at some studios and say, oh, they're making that kind of a thing. And now I always see that animation style or design style or whatever, or story style even. And out of like our, you know, biography or whatever, that's, it's all over the place. Like the the size, the scope of it, the style of it, the animation style, it's it's like simple, colorful versus this versus that. And yeah. like emotional versus more fast food-esque, you know, where where it's it's you know, like the daily dreams. I I, I was I'm not expecting somebody to cry, you know, <laughs> like it's <laughs> you know, it's just fun. You will be surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, true. really. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and the spring will add to that. So yeah, definitely exciting times ahead. Mm. Do we have any Blender Cloud questions? That's a very good question. I am unable to connect to the internet to see the questions. Which which why internet? Yeah, well, you can just go. Well, I'm I'm opening the thing, so talk about something else. Yeah, no, actually, I mean, uh, uh, Francesco, I where are you going tomorrow? Oh. Oh, yes. USA, USA, <laughs> or CTN, CTN. Yes, yes. Uh, as uh, we find out if there are any questions about the previous Bandrisi podcast, uh, Leo service announcements, uh, uh, service announcement, both me and Hjalti will be traveling to uh, USA, California tomorrow to attend uh, CTN. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will take a plane mm-hmm. and uh, go there. Creative Talent Network. Talent network uh, and uh, it's an event mostly centered on the animation yeah. industry. So lots of people that are into animation, very renowned uh, animation professionals are going to be there. And it's the first time we get the chance to attend and uh, see how California is in November. If it's really yeah, good, yeah. I'm just going to stay there and not come back. No! <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and uh, and actually get the chance to hang out with a lot of animators and see how it is, because uh, usually our American experience consists of attending SIGGRAP, which is a very technically focused event. Lots of yeah. Blender fans, it's really cool, but this is probably going to be something different because it's really animation-centered, it's really content-centered, not tool-centered. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm very excited about it. And uh, if anyone happens to be in the neighborhood during those uh, days, just drop us a line and uh, send an email to podcast at blender.institute. No, I'm kidding. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, you know, leave a comment. Send us, leave a comment below or send us an email, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And cool. uh, we will hopefully share some stories when we come back. Yes. So, yeah. No questions. No in the, questions. In the, well, okay. some uh, ask about the uh, pipeline training on the cloud, yeah. but we are 
planning on that. Are there any cloud news development stuff so coming one up? One very quick news before we wrap things up, which is uh, Sivan right now is working on something fantastic that allows uh, uh, that is going to allow people to get the next level of project management on the Blender Cloud. In particular, this is related to assets, which is something that was always very hard to put on the cloud. So stay tuned for that because uh, hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks, it will be, uh, we will get something out there in a beta that uh, users can actually test and play with. That's something we uh, are going to use for Spring as well. And at that point, we will be able to cover the aspects both of render management, production management, and the asset management to a certain extent, all within the Blender Cloud, which is very, very cool. So it's a missing piece. That yes, it's the missing piece. After that, we have everything, and then we can start working for real to actually lift it up and make it something that is powerful and useful. Yes. So I'm really awesome. looking forward for. Thank you, Sibren. Sibren will be here next time, I think, hopefully, to explain what has been going on because it's super exciting. Which is going to be in two weeks when you're back. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe sooner. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. It's ten day trip, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, well, um, I would say thank you very much for tuning in. Yes. And uh, see yep. you next time at uh, another episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. You've been listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Have you ever found yourself halfway there living on a pair? Then take my hand. We'll make it, I swear, to the cloud. Go to cloudcloudblender.org.